Welcome to Kingdom Talks. I'm so excited to be your host today, and I'm bringing Pamela Tidmore, a dear friend who's part of our Transformations course, and excited to be able to share what Father has laid on her heart today. And just want to encourage you to uh, share this broadcast. Uh, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, hit the like, hit the share, and let other people know, because I believe that uh, today we're going to be talking about powerful uh, coming home, the journey home. All of us are looking for that place of peace, safety, and rest in uh, what Pamela terms the family, which I absolutely love. <laughs> and just coming into that place of rest and love and fulfillment in our lives. So excited about what is going to be taking place today and happy to introduce the wider audience uh, to Pamela. And so just wanna give you a chance, Pamela, to, to share a little bit about yourself and your journey with the Lord. Sure, and just first of all, I want to thank you for this opportunity to get to share my heart uh, with your viewers um, and also for helping me pull out um, what God has so freely given to me. And I have had the absolute honor of sharing with people around me uh, to your uh, transformations class. And that's just been something that has stretched me to be able to bring a message <laughs> that is so dear to my heart. Um, out to others. Uh, so just thank you. And then I feel like this is going to, you know, bring that message out as well. And I don't think the message that I carry is one for everybody. I think this a message that I carry is for most people that have grown up in a home that was not stable or was not secure, or was not safe. And it's for an audience of people that don't really know how to trust. Uh, they couldn't trust those primary relationships. Therefore, trying to trust God is not something that we had a grid for. So it's yes. really for those that are looking um, to be able to come back to a place within the heart of God and reestablish safety and security and kind of work from that vantage point. So just to share a little bit about myself, I was agnostic uh, to the um, probably into my mid 30s and uh, grew up in dysfunction and then married what was familiar, which was yep. dysfunction, um, and lived in that and uh, really um, created a false self that kind of blended with the world in the sense that it was about uh, achievement. Um, just everything the world sells was basically, you know, what I was about, but it was a false self. It wasn't who God created me to be. So I uh, was a very skilled codependent, extremely skilled, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Very skilled in self-sufficiency. Uh, yeah, that's the false self I created to navigate the life in which I grew up in. It was my defense systems, if you want to say. Um, and so I met something that I couldn't fix. Um, and so I had tried uh, psychology, psychiatry. Um, you know, uh, I actually went to a psychic, so just go through all the psychs um, and was getting nowhere in that. So I thought I'd just try God, you know, what the heck. Um, a friend introduced me to, uh, to uh, introduce the concept of Jesus really to me. Um, and I thought, well, I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go. I'm at a dead end here. What, what else can I do? So uh, she took me to her pastor. I prayed a prayer of salvation. I didn't really feel anything. I, I believe I did experience 
something because I started to cry. I don't hadn't cried in 35 years, so I thought it was a little <laughs> odd. <laughs> um, and um, just when you know that pastor just really um, patted me on the back, kind of escorted me out of his office, um, and just said, "Find yourself a good church." And so I did. Um, I went to his church. I'm not sure he really wanted me there, just <laughs> but that's where I went. Um, and I began to experience uh, the charismatic movement. Um, I wasn't sure of it. I, uh, it was just very odd to me. And a couple weeks after a prayer of salvation, I just opened that up and said, God, if you're real, I just need to know that for myself. You know, I, I'm not, I just need to know that for me and had a very real beautiful encounter um, at a stop sign in Knoxville, Tennessee. And I recognized at that encounter, and thankfully there was no man around because I probably would have attributed that to a ministry or a person or something. Uh -huh. um, I, he pierced my heart, pierced my darkness. Wow. Wow. Um, and it was beautiful. Um, I, I had a very mystical beginning with God, very um, heart to heart from the cry of my heart to the depths of God's heart. And then um, I think if I look back on that, I believe God was showing me the Z from the A, but there was an entire alphabet that needed to be deconstructed in my life so that I could come into the fullness of who God created me to be. So that's kind of the beginnings. Um, there's <laughs> There, I could spend two hours telling you all of the ins and outs of all of that. Um, but I met the person of God, somewhat retreated into um, the construct of the church, and then yes. came back out of that years later, um, back home. And I'll kind of introduce that concept in a moment, but back to the place of where God is within me. So that that's is so beautiful. That's just, yeah. <laughs> I, I love how the father, you know, just brings us, you know, each journey is unique yeah. and, you know, weaves in and out and then, oh, let's try God, you know, and there you are. So yeah. it's beautiful. So how did you get into kind of the mystical movement or, you know, what was what was the thing that prompted you into there? Well, I actually... Um... I believe I had a, just a very mystical beginning because I was agnostic. I didn't have a religious structure to, I guess, confine me to, you know, what was possible in God. So that for me was, um, I think I confounded the um, charismatic church, which is not an easy thing to do. But one of my mentors in, in there handed me a book from Jeanette Guyon experiencing mm. the death of Jesus Christ and said, I think you can relate to this. And so wow. I began to just absorb her works because I so related to, to um, the mystical end of things. I know that um, one story I'll share is that I had, I, my false self was this type A high achiever can accomplish anything basically in my own strength. So when this Christianity thing was presented to me and I had this initial, you know, experience and I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a book, learn how to do this and conquer it, you know? And so I got the uh, experiencing the depths of Jesus Christ book and started, I'm sorry, wrong book. Um, <laughs> experiencing God. Um, yes. Yeah. I think that was 
gosh, is it Blackaby? I'm not yes, sure. Yes, Henry Blackaby. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, got that workbook and started working at it and got to, um, just got to a place inside of that book. I had uh, maybe halfway into that and realized that this wasn't something I could do. You know, this is ridiculous. You know, love your enemies, you know, um, love yourself like God loves you. And I think the one that really stumped me was to love the, the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your uh, soul, all of your mind, all of your strength. And I recognized at that point that I I didn't love God. I didn't know God. You wow. know, I had, ex had an experience with God, but I didn't know him, didn't love him, let alone with all of my heart. And I didn't want to be a hypocrite. And I took yeah. that book and I just said, well, I tried Christianity and it didn't work, you know, oh, well, what's next, you know, and, <laughs> and I just kind of leaned back in my, at my office chair and I heard, um, or rather understood, I can't say it was audible, but I just, from the heart of God, I heard rest, little one, rest. Wow. Wow. And so I was, I, I thought, wow, um, okay and you know i had just read the part about the holy spirit can teach you all things and i said well then teach me what that means because i don't know what that means because there was a war here there was yes. a whole inner realm of defense systems and broken parts of my heart that had been taken captive and to defense systems and everything else and i i don't know that i had ever rested really yeah. in my entire life i didn't even understand what that word meant so with that, I gave permission to just teach me what that meant. And I remember that was the beginning of the mystical realm for me. I woke up on the floor. I started in my chair and woke up on the floor, plastered to the carpet with drool, you know, and I, I used to wow. call it, I used to call it my drool time with God because uh, that's how, that's how hard my heart was. Yeah. You know, and God can only operate with permission yes, and cooperation. So I had to get permission for him to begin to teach me that, um, for the family to begin to teach me that. And that was kind of the beginning. And they took me to places that I, there were no, weird, no words to experience. I mean, to express that, no words that could uh, paint the picture of what was happening during those times. Um, but I was being changed. Yeah. And, and opening up. What I so appreciate about you saying that and sharing that is your level of honesty. Yeah. Uh, because I know being raised a Christian, you know, it was just pretend yeah. and believe that you do love God, even though you really don't know him in the depths of your being. And you're doing the best you can, but it's just putting on the front. And so many of us raised in Christianity and even, you know, maybe you know, coming in and, and being where you are today of, you know, if I just read that book, if I just, you know, do that workbook and check off the list, maybe I'll get to that place of, you know, where I actually experience God. And so that's, I so appreciate, you know, I think that's where God can actually begin is when we come to the end of ourself uh, and our self-effort and our trying to figure it out. Um, so that's beautiful. Yeah, another interesting part to all that too is that I I went to uh, God to fix my husband, um, and I had taken him to the psychiatrist, the psych, the psychologist, right? Um, and when I was sitting in the in the uh, pastor's office, and I was telling him that I was there because I needed Jesus to fix my husband, 
Um, that and that, I think that's why he escorted me out in such a kind manner because he was just being kind. Um, but recognizing that, and this is the words he said, and I so honor this man. You know, to this day, he he said, "Look, you can't um, help your husband with something you don't have. You know, wow. you can't give him what you don't have yourself. And so, you know, Jesus can fix all things. Um, so I was like, oh, all right, sign me up because if you know, I can just you know, get fixed and I can fix him, we'll all be good, you know. <laughs> and what I didn't recognize was it was the journey of healing for me. Yes. Essentially. But going back to the mysticism, um, I really had these experiences that I couldn't explain. They they captivated me and I kept coming back for more and more and more and more. Um, and then I, with the, the church that I was a part of, um, the lady that I mentioned earlier recognized that there was something real there and had me start to talk with some of their groups. Now, here I am like, you know, a couple months old, having like no business talking to anybody about anything, you know, <laughs> wounded, broken, hurt person, you know, danger, don't put me on the front lines, you know what I mean? Um, and, but anyway, I got to share these things. Um, and that's when she put the book in my hands from Jeanette Guyon. And I just wow. really began to get even deeper and deeper and deeper into all of that. And, but these, I will say this, those experiences began to create change in me, but did not create change in the person I was trying to fix. Right? <laughs> so, yep. um, so, and I kind of fell into um, that charismatic kind of, um, you know, be healed, instant change, mm -hmm. you know, all of that. And so there was a real tug inside of me of, you know, what's real here, what's not real here. And, you know, I had my own journey that I had to walk of learning how to be loved. And if I could yes. narrow everything down for where I had to be, it was, you know, learning how to be loved, wow. you know, and getting my receiver open. So I kind mm -hmm. of had to, while I was enjoying the fellowship with the church, I kind of had to start carving my own path there uh, between God and I. And, you know, quite frankly, um, you know, God, I was getting very confusing messages about the goodness of God. And if God yes. wasn't good, then I wasn't interested. Yeah. You know, so. Wow. What, what a journey. <laughs> and I, I so appreciate that it, it is all about love, learning to love. And so much of our lives, we think it's achievement or ministry or, you know, all of these other things. But when you bring it down to just learning love and learning to receive, sometimes it's, I think, the hardest place for us, you know, in that yeah, process. That was absolutely the hardest place for me because I had walled off to protect myself, you know. Mm -hmm when we're wounded um, and hurt. And I know I've given this analogy in the, in the class, but you know, if this is you as a child, you know, the only foundation that you have of safety and security is your father and your mother, right? And or your primary caregivers. And if that foundation isn't safe, then at an early age, you have to begin to find a way to survive that, to navigate that and to stay safe. And so that's where we construct this false self that we think that's who we are. And it's, and it's just not. And so the journey for me was, you know, I think the first thing I had to recognize was, you know, the kingdom of God is within me. The spirit of God is within me. 
you know, and really the fullness of the Godhead dwells bodily in Christ who's in me. So I had to get out of that praying to deity out here. God is being distant and recognizing that, okay, you're right here. And I think what really helped me were those encounters very early on that, okay, something's happening here. Yes. So I was able to really connect to God within me. And in this, I, I share this, um, often, but I, I believe God's favorite prayer is just, Hey, <laughs> simple. <laughs> I, had, I had learned, I had gotten books on prayer. I had gotten many, many, many people telling me how to pray. And all, all I had to do was come to a, a space and a time where I would set apart and just go, Hey, are you here? You know, and yes. boom, I could just, there was God, you know, and, and I actually met God more in a maternal role initially because I had woundings. I had woundings in all of my early relationships, paternal, mm-hmm. maternal, and otherwise, but um, God was more of comfort or nurture to me, uh, which was more maternal initially and teacher because I had yes. so much to learn, um, but really allowing um, this understanding of God is within me was kind of key. And then second was establishing God is good. And while in the movement that I was in, there was a lot of push to move beyond that, to go into prophecy, go into healing, go into, you know, intercession and all these things. Really the journey for me was just, God, are you good? And I need to know that for myself. I can't I've got to know that. And so that was a very hard journey for me long, um, you know, inch by inch, you know, day by day, you know, um, can I trust you? Are you real? Will you always be here? Do you love me? I mean, I think I asked God a thousand times, do you love me? Um, And always, always responded, yes, I'm right here. You know, never once did, um, did I hear, you know, get over yourself. Where's your faith? You know, (laughs) (laughs) any of those things. All I heard was, yes, I'm right here. I'm right here, whatever you need. And so that really was the the journey for me as far as, you know, um, can I trust you enough to let down these defense systems and really let you into the brokenness and what needs to be done here so that um, I can feel safe, you know? And I think that's so, so key and important because in Christianity too often we put on the Christian facade mm-hmm. and we also can get fascinated by this thing or that thing. And even, you know, in this realm of, you know, oh, I, you know, talked to Enoch yesterday, guess what he said? And, you know, all this kind of <laughs> stuff when if we don't have this foundation here, um, we can't enter into the fullness that he has for us. And as often as we need to hear that, yes, I am here, I love you, you can trust me, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's where we got to stay. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't care how many mystical out there encounters you have in the cosmos, being loved, knowing who you are being loved is, is the foundation and the starting point and the end point, really. It, mm-hmm. it is all of it. It is. And, you know, I, I, I went out there really far, really fast. Um, and um, I'm almost grateful there wasn't a movement for me to jump on um, because I don't know that I would have I would have journeyed home 
yes um to where i needed to be and i do want to go ahead and kind of introduce the the what was key and critical for me was yes. going back to this foundation of father and mother and the construct of the false self the journey home which jesus paid for right mm -hmm. he paid for the sin of the world past present and future therefore he paid what was done to me right that i bore the consequences of in my own being and he paid for what i did out of that so the journey home is inviting him into that mess but not to end there you know a lot of times we try to end at the cross but really to bring me home back to a place where the parental relationship um is is restored right paternally to father god maternally to holy spirit and so now i believe that this is the beginning of of um resurrection life yes. that when i can come back home to a place now where i can breathe where it's safe where the war is over right <laughs> the war is over and i actually feel safe you know then i can learn you know really the it runs the gamut of am i safe am i loved now i can learn right and so allowing myself to be raised up and this was something they brought to me very early on the word parenting means to raise up and to bring forth and the oh. word resurrection means to raise up and to bring forth so really what jesus did was he made a way for us to walk in resurrection life he paid for that whole false construct that we built to to navigate life so that we could return home right and not be raised by a pastor or a teaching or a ministry but to be raised by god as family as father as mother as family um, into who they created me to be into that true self and when that happens when you're here and you're safe then anything that occurs in life is an opportunity to grow yes you know and i, I had to also give myself permission to fail at that because that's how we learn mm -hmm. you know and to make all the mistakes but to you know rather than going into the flogging of myself or going into the <laughs> expectations or anything just to be able to bring those things home and be able to learn from everything that happens in life um and that's um that's just my story <laughs> I, I so love it pamela and just the the simplicity of it yeah. You know, I think in the, you know, sonship and all of this, we want to move quickly, you know, into the heavenly realms and do all kinds of things. And yet, if we don't have that foundation of security and safety and love, we can't learn, like you said, really fully engage. And so just want to encourage people who are watching to be able to do that honesty check with yourself and with the family, because so often we have grown up with all these false selves and these facades and these masks that we think we're meant to have. And I, I know in one of our transformations group, you know, someone was sharing this last week of just going, I don't know who I am. Amen. Yeah. And that is a beautiful thing, really. It is. Um, because it's at that point that the family can begin to bring us on this journey. 
because as long as I have the right answer, you know, the right Christian answer, the right mystic answer or whatever, uh, I'm still operating out of that false self instead of being able to go, here I am. You know, I really don't know anything and I can't do this. And I really need my whole foundation, mm-hmm. you know, redone. Oh, so true. Just so true. And in the community that um, that I walk with, I love it when people get to that place. They're like, I just don't know who I am mm-hmm. anymore. I thought that's who I was. And I just want to get up and rejoice. You know, and just be like, <laughs> you're home and your family's going to raise you, you know, and you said this early on and it's so important, you know, we were uniquely um, damaged, you know, and each one of us has that unique path of restoration. So my path and your path aren't going to be the same. And so as much as I might want to help you, um, the greatest gift I could give you is to help you get here to where you your God. And that was something else that was really hard for me because in the charismatic movement, the church I was in was just a church of prophets, you know, and everybody could hear God. And I'm like, I want to hear God, you know, I just want to hear God for myself. And so I was looking for the, you know, the quantum physics dissertation to be unloaded. (laughs) Um, And I really had to, God was just like, come on, come here, come on, come on. I got you. I love you. And brought me to a place of where I understood that when children come from home from the hospital, they engage, um, they're, they're 100% dependent upon the parent, right? And they don't see all of this. They smell, they perceive, you know, uh, and they, uh, they're learning that they're safe, that they're loved, you know, the, and, that, and that was the most important part for me. And that's what, Um, the family of God wanted me to know is, look, let's get this foundational piece set and everything else is going to open up for you. But let's stop looking and and striving for the gifts, striving to have the experiences, striving to have all of that. And just come here, you know, let me love you. Because there was a deconstruction process. And I know a lot of people don't like that word. And, And I don't know how else to put it. I'll tell you what, um, where they took me with that word was um, the renewing of the mind. So I yes. dug into the concordance of what does renew mean and went to the dictionary too. And it, it, one of the words is remodel. Yes. And so it has to be that the old has to surface and come into the fullness of the light, right? Yeah. So that it can be transformed into something brand new. You know, and we can become perpetual putting everything out into the light but not releasing it yes. and allowing something new to form in its place. So it's a, it's a journey and it's yeah. a journey of love and it's a journey that's unique to you. And if we can look to the Bible, we could recognize in the new Testament that no two healings were alike. <laughs> right. And so yes. there's not a, there's not a self-help book we can go to and check out and walk through that. The only way we're going to walk through that is with that love relationship opening our hearts to receive that love, learning how to be loved, and then joining with the family of God in the reconciliation process of you. And that's another component that really is huge, um, is that um, first learning how to be loved, right? Learning how to receive that love, 
And like I said, that's really hard for people that have been wounded by love and being vulnerable uh, to love was painful. So that is a journey that we don't want you to move beyond um, until that's really open, right? And you're, I like to, I love this term, just sucking the life out of God till you learn how to just <laughs> suck the life out of God. <laughs> you know, are you there? I need you, I need you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and once that portal is really alive and open, your heart is open to that and you're, you're learning how to receive, then you start reciprocating that love to yourself and you start joining with the family of God in the reconciliation of your inner realm. And that was another very difficult uh, part for me because I actually had self-loathing. And so, but what I didn't recognize was the brokenness of my own heart and those parts of me that uh, were isolated alone Um, where I had built defense systems to protect them, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the construct really of the false self. Um, And I didn't know how to love them. I didn't know how to love me, you know? And so therein opened a whole new journey for me of learning how to cooperate with love, let it in, right? And then allow these, these broken parts of myself to come forward and then learning how to love them how to learn to love a defense system that is, you know, not lovable, learning how to walk that gamut. And I did that journey with myself. And then uh, my son is, I call him my professor because he, (laughs) he really did. He taught me more about the power of the love of God um, in rest in the restoration process than I could have learned anywhere else. Holy Spirit's my teacher, but Miles um, and the and that's my son and the yeah. journey he was on uh, and the pain that he had um, walked through, the traumas that he had walked through in life, and the very um, complex defense system that he built up until my ability to um, be established in a safe place and allowing my inner realm to reconcile, I really couldn't, I was of no use to my son. In fact, was probably part of the problem in his life um, as far as reconciling his inner realm. So once I was able to be a safe person, uh, not only for myself, number one, (laughs) for my son, then I had the privilege and the honor of learning from God step-by-step in his journey into um, wholeness and wellness. And we're both on the journey. We haven't arrived anywhere. Um, you know, and it was after that, that, um, that God really just started bringing people to us. There was a, a huge piece, maybe I can go into another time of God gave me a model for spirit to soul, soul to body um, reconciliation. And in that order, spirit to soul, then soul to body. And so often we want to go body, body, body. Yes. And we don't understand the component in the soul. And so he had given me that model very early in my son's uh, journey. And then as we started to walk in it, uh, God just started to bring people to us and we were able to meet them um, where they were. Because what you've walked in and what you're overcoming, you can release to other people. Yes. And so he created and birthed what I believe to just be a model of just community, you know, mm-hmm. of just helping people get home, 
helping people feel safe uh, with God, not with you, because <laughs> you'll <laughs> at some point, right? But yes. just helping them walk through the mess of the remodel so that Holy Spirit, Father God, and Jesus can do their work and reestablish them back into this place of safety and security. And then just walking with them, encouraging them, edifying them to stay home, right? Yeah. To come back home. And that's been happening for, I. He's, he actually started the model of this 11 years ago and it there was still so much of, of a mixture of self-effort in it. Um, God is so patient and so long suffering, (laughs) Um, but just really gave, gave us time to just walk it out ourselves, essentially. Um, And it just took all the things that I had thought needed to be in there and brought it to the simplicity of home right here. And it's just about God and God as family. It's, it's so key what you're sharing and, and particularly in this place of so many people want to fix a spouse or fix their children. Mm-hmm. They want the magic solution, you know, to go like that. And really it is a journey. And I, I love that you have that, you know, as part of the journey home and it, it does have to start with us mm-hmm. and it yeah. from there we're able to minister and bless and and be in the process with other people, but not from a place of, let me tell you what to do, mm-hmm. but, you know, just opening the door and showing the way. Right. So I just so love how you do that. And if you could share, you know, where you're at. So, um, you know, in Knoxville, so people can uh, connect in with you or any other ways that they can get in touch with you if they're interested in hearing more. Yes, we have a very small community, probably 65 to 70 people, and we walk very intimately with them. And when I say we, it's myself and um, another lady that's been called into this. Um, And my son, my son actually is, um, and he keeps more of a back scene uh, role in intercession, Uh, but he has has overcome so much, he can release so much, over people. (laughs) That's awesome. And I do want to say this too. It's a brave journey for those that are willing to face um, what happened to them. You know, we've spent a lifetime running from what happened to us that really facing that is not an easy thing. A lot of people want change, but being willing to change is a whole different story. So, you know, I wish I could say, oh but gosh, I've got a book, just read it and you'll be fine, you know, or you'll find that path or whatever, <laughs> but it's not it. It's really about yeah. walking with other people. So being that there's two of us and we have a community of, I guess about 70 right now, um, that is a, you know, it, it's, we're, we're involved in that uh, pretty much all week long. Um, mm-hmm every week, all week. And it's a, it's a, it's a joy. It's a privilege. And we learn more from them than, you know, we ever uh, impart to them. But um, what my heart is and what I believe God is doing is helping to build a each one teach one model 
mm-hmm. to where you walk the journey and then you grab a hold of somebody's hand who God's bringing to you and walk with them along that journey. So we're in the process now and really you were the, your um, transformations class was an inspiration for that. Uh, you know, you could feel God pushing you, pushing you, <laughs> pushing you. And then you just threw me into the middle of it. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like sink or swim and, you know, and then I recognize that this is a message that's, that's resonating with people. It's the message of yes. home. It's the message of family, right? And God being family, father, mother, brother, you know, brother, best friend, you know, the person we do life with, right? But meeting them here as family um, and then walking that out. So this this model that he gave to me was um, providing a support network for that to where just snippets of teachings can go out. And then if you know you walk through the reconciliation process yourself, the reconnection process, which is this process, right? This is where I was born into. This is the false self I created. And I, I, I don't know how to get home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walled off. I don't know how. So really creating a very um, user-friendly, I guess that's a hard, I don't know if it's a world term, but an atmosphere where uh, people can go to this and walk, uh, them walk. we would walk with someone and then that person would be able to walk with other people. And the vision God gave me for that was just little communities just popping up all over the world to where the center of it is reconnection and then allowing this whole community to walk together. And I'll say this, our community had been walking together for a couple years. Um, and over the um, 2020, when everything was mm-hmm. shut down, we moved online, which, yeah. and God said, build an online community. And that was early 2020. And so what, what um, the family was speaking was, okay, these people have, they know where home is. A lot of the defenses, triggers, you know, broken pieces of the heart had been coming together, reconciling, healing. So now let's connect them together. Yes. And so, you know, healthy people, people that are on the journey of reconnection, connecting with other people that are on that journey, as opposed to, I think prior to that, you, you know, you can put hurt people and hurt people together and you can end up with a lot of offense. Yes. You know, and you can end yes. up with something that's, um, you know, that's difficult. And so this was a beautiful thing to watch now the people that are on the journey together, encouraging, edifying each other on this journey. And then also opening possibilities like, hey, this is what I experienced with the family today. And not in a boastful way. Most of what we share is, everyday practical you know things of you know watching how the beautiful presence and peace of god starts to impact not just you but now it's starting to impact your children and impact your spouse and impact your community that you're engaged in whether it's work or you know whatever you're a part of so now starting to open up those possibilities for others and it's it really is the word the testimony that opens it up and purposefully we have not gone beyond that because i believe that you know this this is the first frontier this is the promised land absolutely and we got to drive we got to go through that and take the territory you know retake the, the territory reclaim the territory for the kingdom of god here 
And then let's take this and let's go to those that we hold in our heart. Now, all of us would love to jump beyond that because it's actually easier to help other people (laughs) than it is to help, to to open your heart up to be helped by God. Um, And so to answer your question, which I'm not doing a good job of at all, (laughs) to answer your question is where my, uh, my heart is by the beginning of the year to be able to have a program where we could work with facilitators from different communities and walk with them, help them get the full, um, just the fullness of what God has for them, and then equip them to carry that out to other people. Uh, because I, I would spend a um, hundred hours a day doing this because I love this. I love, I, there's nothing more that I love than to watch God move um, into places that um, no man can go, that only love can pierce. And I watch God like a, a symphony, you know, just orchestrate healing in people's lives that um, it's just beyond words. I That's love it. I want for other people. So my heart is to be able to put it on a very, um, be able to train the trainer, I guess, is, is a good word. And that's, a, well, no, it's not a good word because it's not training. It's just helping them get <laughs> home, right? And then helping equip them to bring that out to other people in a very easy fashion. So, um, you know, the name of our organization is arcommunity.org, uh, and we have a website. Um, and I think the, I sent the email to- Yeah, it'll be in the notes, yeah. But would be really interested in, talking with people that want to bring uh, this to their community and want to be able to just be reconnectors and help people, you know, people come back home, right? And then help to encourage them and walk with them. You know, I'm not ahead of anybody on our, on our, in our community. I'm one of them, you know, and I walk with them and I, I just, we just walk together. And we all grow and we all learn together. And some of us know more about certain things and we can help other people. And then other people know more about other things and everybody's helping everybody. And that's the journey that we want. I believe that's the heart of God. God is the head yeah. of ministry in the form of and the, family. Yeah. And, and that is yeah. so much our heart as well. And it's been a joy to work with you in transformations as well as, you know, a guest instructor and then, you know, coming on and and working with the different groups in in this as well as you know you taking me on my own journey of uh, you know reconnecting and it, it's just so powerful um you know I think the first time you shared you know I kind of got a little idea of it you know but it I, I needed to hear it several times and then actually begin to walk through the process to go oh okay I get you know what this is about and and why it is so important uh you know to get this established before we do all kinds of things ministry to others or in the cosmos but being grounded in this solid foundation and really know who we are Mm -hmm. uh instead of operating out of the false self that you know most of us have lived our entire lives in and so it takes time and it's a journey it's not a you know instant fix and you know i think like with the transformations course, sometimes people start it thinking it's going to be the magic fix to, you know, get them transformed. And and it's not, we're not about trying to fix people. 
but it is this process of, you know, connecting with God in, in pure and holy ways, finding those places of safety, healing from that brokenness so that we can, you know, work with God in this process of reconciling, bringing reconciliation to others in such beautiful ways. And so I, I love the partnership we have in this. Yeah, so and I do, I do really honor you and appreciate you just, you know, creating a platform for that uh, because it was stretching me beyond. I mean, I'm, I don't have a degree in anything um, <laughs> other than codependency and failure, perhaps I have a degree in that as well. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't come with a lot of credentials, um, but you, I think I was sharing with you about, um, I, I don't know how God even connected us, really. It, it was so bizarre. It was so bizarre. And whatever it was, I was I think I was sharing with you about uh, encountering my son's defense system with love. Yes. It's like, hey, I think I think that we need to know about that. And so you're like, throw me together some teachings. I'm like, what? You know, what, what does that look like? You know, I talk to people. That's all I do. You know, so yeah. it, it really, really pushed me beyond my comfort zone, which was great. It was amazing. This pushed me beyond my comfort zone, just to let you know. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Um, but, um, but that was an opportunity for me to share this message, the message of, you know, of the journeys within God is good. And, and yeah. just to kind of reemphasize that again, that was a long journey for me because I, my defense systems were not going to give up unless God was good, right? Yes. And so that had to be, that was one of the key establishments of that. But then finding God as family, filling that void in my heart, that maternal, paternal, um, and that fellowship, doing life with someone void uh, was a, once again, another journey. And being able to share that with people outside of my community was uh, felt vulnerable for me because I wasn't sure it was something that would resonate. And your um, your group was just it was just a joy, honestly, <laughs> a joy and an honor to share with them and then to see their hunger for that, to just want to feel safe, you know. And isn't that what every human being wants? It's just to feel safe you know, and then Absolutely. to feel loved and then to learn how to love this. And then yeah. from there, it's just an organic process. You know, when we're living in the fullness of love itself in the form of Father, Holy Spirit and Jesus, then releasing it is organic. It's not striving, yes. it's not working. It's from a posture of rest, you know, and learning how to walk a life in, in dependency upon God, fully yielded to God is a journey. It's not a, it's not something that, that just happens. It's something that you co-create with God to make happen, you know, to, yeah. to be able to, to live in the reality of what already is within you is a journey because yes. we are used to living in the reality of this, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The, I think Mike Parsons calls it the DIY route. Yep. You know, that self-sufficiency route, that's our go-to, you know, and without the journey and without community, then we can't, it, it's too hard. There's too much here distracting us. It's so. so good. And, and that's, I really, really love uh, Transformations Becoming Who You Are, um, our course, because it is a collaboration. Yeah. And I love the different voices and the different teachers coming together. And it, it was a, a real challenge to me at first because as a teacher, 
you know, I would have structured it, you know, this way, this way, this way, this way. And, and father was like, nope, just, you know, as people send, you know, stuff in, you know, and so it was like, I think your first teaching is week 12 or week 13, somewhere in there, you know, and it was like, and at first it was like, well, wait a minute, how does that fit with this? Or how does it, you know, and he's like, don't, (laughs) don't figure that out. And, you know, so just the collaboration, um, you know, of Pam Vandenvolk and Lindy Strong and you, Misty Tugas and, and others that we will be incorporating as well is just this beautiful facet, you know, of the things that Father showed you, the things he showed Pam, Lindy, myself, and just being able to flow it out. And in and the importance of that community, like you said, is, you know, yeah, you can take the course on your own, but we don't really recommend it because it's it's in the group and in that process of being face-to-face with others and having to let those defense systems down and be real and go, you know, I'm not perfect. I've got struggles and this is what I'm struggling with. And, you know, not a place to just go pity party and victim and all that, because that is not what we're about. (laughs) It's coming above and out of that and recognizing that so much more that Father has for us and how he changes even the depths of our trauma into victory and glory uh, in restoration in every way. And so anyway, it's just so much fun. It is. And it's been a, it's been a joy for me. And I, I think when we first started talking about it, I was like, well, I don't, I'm not sure we align completely with all these you know, things like that. And I really took it to the family. It's like, you know, what say you, because, you know, I don't want to, because, you know, it's not about being right in my way is the right mm-hmm. way and somebody else's way isn't. Um, but I, this is what I just felt like um, the family just said, just share your journey and who you are and um and don't worry about it you know and so that's what you gave me the freedom to do and i appreciate that you didn't box me and you know because we do disagree on a few things you know something we don't we we don't see eye to eye on um you know but my heart was just to share who i was and you allowed me to do that and i appreciate you doing that and i was so blessed and honored by how it was received and you know just that message of home that message of family you know and feeling safe feeling loved Mm -hmm. um because you know that was my journey and i do like i said i don't think it's going to resonate with everybody um but it will resonate with those that um don't know what it means to feel safe and need some help you know getting home and opening that receiver up so that Mm -hmm. they can even um receive from god Yes, yes, yes. It's so good. And um, I love the fact that you're not just um, communicating this to, uh, you know, people in the heavenly realms movement. You're actually more working with everyday people. Is that correct? Oh, from all different walks. Yep. Uh, whoever, <laughs> this is this is the rule. Whoever God sends, right? Um, and and I will say this once again, going back to a lot of people want change. Uh, but not everybody's ready for change. And I was yes. that person once. I wanted to change. I wanted to see change, but I didn't want to change. And that's really where I was, you know, fix my husband, you know, and God was kind of like, hey, let's work on you. You know, let, you know, let's, let's let go of him and let's work on you, you know, and that's where, you know, when people are ready, you know, to really say, okay, I'm willing to look at my inner realm. My son calls it, I'm ready to face the terrible. You know, (laughs) that that which is locked up inside of me. Um, So, you know, really helping people, um, you know, be ready for that um, 
is is super super important and and you know some people aren't ready like you said for that journey and i know i'm grateful for the timing that father has brought me into this because you know i lived my entire life growing up in the church Mm -hmm. uh, as the good girl and that was my false self it was everything and and now learning from you it was my coping mechanism right um it helped Yeah. And, you know, I thought I was really good and righteous because I did everything, you know, right and kept all the rules. And, you know, I couldn't understand people who struggled, you know, with stuff because it was like, well, you just do the right thing, you know, but but that was my programming. It was my coping mechanism. It was what I lived out of and I didn't know anything else. And so coming into this place of of realizing there was a whole lot of stuff that happened that I wasn't aware of that had been completely blank to me, blank memories, blank spaces in my life. And as father gently began to surface those things, having to look at some really ugly pieces like Miles calls looking at the terrible. But there is this beautiful place when you can accept you for you, not just because you're a good girl, not because you followed all the rules, Uh, you know, but just knowing that I am unconditionally loved and it doesn't matter what surfaces I can face it with them because I know who I am in them. Yeah. And it's so important too. And, and kind of going back to what you were saying earlier too, is that, um, you know, there's so much out there. There's, it's like the paint store, you go to the paint store and, you know, what color do I choose? And there's, you know, 50 variations of white and, you know, all of that. And it's like, you know, the courts, the, the, the ascensions, the, all of this. And I think those are wonderful. And I'm not, Mm -hmm. um, not saying anything against that, but I, if a person doesn't feel safe and if they don't feel loved, then, then what God was showing me is let's pull back home, right? to where now I know how to bring everything here. My anger, my fear, Mm -hmm. my bitterness, my judgment against other people, whatever it is, I can bring it home to this place where I can be like, hey, you know, I can, I have a voice. I can voice those things out and lean into a very kind and loving mother and father that want to teach me, nurture me, love me. You know, but we can't learn anything if we are scared or if we're mad or if we're upset. We can't hear God, you know, and it's not it's not a clear, open uh, communication if I've got a lot of darkness that's blocking the path of that. You know, so really, really encouraging people to um, if you don't feel safe, if you if you're not unconditionally loved and you're not seeing the power of life and the power of love. Um, and the power of God in your own life, and then able to to give that to the people that are closest to you that have the power to hurt you the most, right? When you can love yourself and love those uh, out here, right? In your, um, I guess, sphere of influence would be a good word there. Yeah. Um, then, you know, let's not go out there because I do mm-hmm. believe going way out there can become part of our identity. Yes. Uh, and can oftentimes even become a barrier yeah. to to wholeness. And what yeah. is it that God's after is, you know, wholeness and that we're walking in the fullness of who they created us to be, you know, the fullness yeah. of of love. Right. 
and this to me this circles around you know to where you started from where it's it's this place of where often people are going out there um, and they experience a little bit of peace you know when they're in a group ascension or something like that and so they think that that's the thing and so then they're always waiting for the next group or the next meeting you know when i can feel a little bit of love and a little bit of safety a little bit of peace out there um but what you're talking about is we've got to find this place here and particularly with trauma and abuse victims you're not safe here Right. And define trauma, you know, trauma comes in all sizes and, you know, we have a tendency to think it has to be the great big things, but, you know, if you're living in anxiety and fear, you've got trauma somewhere. Yep. Um, And I was that person, Adina. I mean, I was what you would call a God chaser. Mm -hmm. You know, I became that I was going to whatever conference I could go to. And, you know, in the charismatic movement, there were some conferences, you know, and I'm being, whoo, that get up caught up in that feeling, that wonderful feeling, you know, but, by the time I got home and I was sitting in my driveway, nothing in my life had changed. Yes. An unstable marriage, you know, which was what it was at the beginning of my journey. And then later my son who uh, was diagnosed with autism and, you know, working that, um, you know, looking at that disappointment, every, you know, watching the pain and the suffering of your own child is an agony that, you know, that, it's very hard to describe, but recognizing that, um, okay, God, you know, this is real. All right. So teach me how to walk in the fullness of this. And I really had to give all of that up because I would, I would literally go like a drunkard and just with a straw suck, you know, the presence of God at these, at these (laughs) different, you know, um, conferences and things. But then by the time I got home, it had leaked all out, you know, because of my brokenness and my own woundedness. Um, so facing the terrible for me was was part of the journey, and it wasn't going to happen until I trusted God. And trusting God isn't going to happen until you start in relationship with yes. God. You know, and it's that daily. All right, I don't know what to do. And for a Type A personality that was <laughs> self sufficient, and I can relate. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that was not an easy path. I have a love seat that I still have to this day, and it's really kind of nasty because this has been a 25-year journey for me um, from my mid-30s to almost 60. I'll be 60 next year. Is looking at that chair was my place where I would just climb into it and just say, help me. Yeah. Yeah. Help me. And so favorite prayer, hey, opens the portal. Uh, Second, second key (laughs) prayer is help me, you know, and, and I was really at that place where this couldn't help me anymore. Yes. You know, and, and it took desperation to get me there in all honesty. But what I love is that now I get to share that with people that don't have to get to the bottom, right? They just have to be willing to come here. So, and that's, it's so beautiful. And I think that's what, you know, has connected us, Pamela, you know, is such a similar heart is that we have to get down to the practical and the simple instead of chasing all of these other things and just understanding it's, it's in community, it's in transparency and openness and vulnerability that we learn to really do life and learn who we are in this coming home to the family and then being able to share that in communities is just well, amazing. And to watch the power of love operating mm-hmm. in ways 
you know, that are just incredible with everyday ordinary people, you know, yeah. to find a miracle. I don't know, finding a broken part of yourself that's been in isolation for 40 years and bringing it home, loving yes. a defense system that you loathe, you know, the day before. <laughs> I call that a yes. miracle. I call that a sign. I call that a wonder, you know, yes. and learning how to walk in that every day. And this community is amazing. They are, they're, they're, they're thriving in every way. They're sharing stories. They're, everybody knows where to go. You know, yes. our phones don't ring at night. You know, they know how to get home, you know. Yes. Uh, and so we're here as a support system. You know, yep. you get stuck. The only thing we're going to help you do is get home. We're not yep. going to get answers. We're not going to, you know, do anything. <laughs> but these people are incredible. I mean, they are thriving. They have peace. Put a price yes. on that. You know, yes. MasterCard cannot buy that. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. So when you see that, when you see the abundance, the, and really the abundant life of what people are walking in in their everyday lives, it's just incredible. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it, to me, it's the power of God at work. Absolutely. In everyday life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really where the rubber meets the road, not at the next conference, not the next whatever, um, you know, but I, and I just, I relate to what you're saying about building that community that doesn't have to always try to get the answer. And, and I loved, um, someone texted me the other day and they said, I was texting you to ask you a question and I got the answer. <laughs> and so I'm just call. I'm just texting to say, I love you. And, you know, I'm thinking of you and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. You know, because that ask the father, ask the family, you know, is, is the ultimate and yeah, we can walk in relationship and, you know, I don't mind people asking questions, but it's not that we have the answer, yeah. but you know, re redirecting to the family is, is awesome and amazing. So and that's the highest compliment you can have is, you know, yep. Hey, I went to them first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And thanks, <laughs> you know, cause I knew what you were going to say anyway, right. You're going to say it anyway. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's so precious. Yeah. Um, where our time is up for this main section, it went by so fast. There was so <laughs> many amazing things in here. And so we're going to go, um, record behind the scenes and I'm I'm hoping that you'll share a little bit more about your son's journey uh, really out of autism and out of the defense systems and how you walked him through that and so just encourage you um, if you would like to partner with us and become a behind the scenes partner you can have access to all of those you know behind the scenes going a little deeper taking things that we don't share gener generally with the public and so anyway, we just honor each one of you. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you, Pamela, for just sharing at such a deep and beautiful heart level. And I'm excited to see, you know, as father and family continues to open up what they have for us. So it's, it's beautiful. Yes, and uh, thank you, Adina, for pushing me out of my box <laughs> <laughs> or out of my comfort zone and just giving me a place to, to be honest and oh, to be real. So I appreciate you. It's a joy. So, <laughs> all right. Bless you all. We'll see you next time. Take care. <laughs> Bye.